Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. Inflation continues to be the number one concern for most Americans, raising concerns about whether those in the highest levels of government are approaching the issue in a way that will turn things around. Our next guest is Matt Buckham, founder of American Accountability Foundation, and we're happy to have him on. Matt Buckham, thank you so much for joining us in the Capitol Report. No, thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Matt, I just want to ask you right off the top here, should there be any consequences when the head of the Treasury Department makes statements and winds up getting things so wrong in our calculations on inflation? Absolutely. Our organization is called the American Accountability Foundation. Accountability uh, needs to happen. When they get when a top official in the federal government under Biden uh, completely ignores or can't comprehend the biggest crisis that we've had in almost 50 years, uh, absolutely we should see uh, people get fired. We should see replacements. We should see somebody step in that knows what they're doing. In fact, her only response, her only pivot was, oops, I made a mistake. And oh, look at Ukraine. Look at Russia. They're the bad guys. When in reality, it's the entire uh, administration, the Biden administration's policies that he's put in place from uh, falling back on uh, energy production in the U.S. for spending trillions of dollars. When he even said himself most recently, deficit spending is, is the bad thing that causes inflation, causes your gas, Americans' gas prices to rise, causes the cost of bread and milk and basal, basic food staples uh, to increase. Americans are suffering. So absolutely, we should have accountability at the top level. We've never seen this in government, and uh, it's got to end. The American people deserve a lot, a lot more. And, and Matt, would you say, I mean, this doesn't sound like it's a, a, a partisan attack. Would you say it's more of a loss of uh, confidence issue? It's a loss of confidence, but this is no accident, Steve. We've seen the Biden administration not only ignore the issues of the day, but specifically tackle their radical agenda. And let me give you a, a few examples. They put uh, Lisa Cook, they just recently confirmed her for the Federal Reserve in charge of the monetary policy in this country, in charge of tackling inflation. They put her in charge of the Federal Reserve Board with zero experience. Right before they nominated her a few months ago, they stuck her on the board of the Chicago Fed and said, eh, that's good enough. She's never written on this subject. In fact, she's been denied a promotion at Michigan State twice. Her peers and colleagues said she's unqualified, denied promotions from her own uh, colleagues, own professors at Michigan State. But this is who Biden sticks on the Federal Reserve Board to, to tackle the biggest crisis of our country, to tackle rising prices and Americans' uh, dollars being worthless. Uh, the, the real reason they put her on the board is because she uh, protected rooters and, and rioters in 2020, uh, wanted to bail them out of uh, bail them out of jail. And uh, she's advocated, the one thing she has advocated for is for uh, white supremacy and racism across this country and that we need to have reparations on a national level. Uh, not only that, but the other board members that they put up uh, for uh, financial positions on the Federal Reserve, the other uh, nominees they've, they've put up for uh, comptroller of currency. We saw Saul Omarova. I want to bankrupt oil and gas industry. I want to use the power of the financial institutions, of government regulations, of monetary policy to go after a radical climate agenda, 
bankrupt uh, fossil fuels, go after oil and gas when that's exactly what we should be advancing at this time when gas prices are, are coming up to $5, going on $6 for some people, even higher. Uh, this is not the time for advancing a radical agenda. This is the time for seeing the problems of the American people and meeting and meeting the problems. Unfortunately, this is not what we have, which is why we need accountability right now. Unfortunately, we have to wait until elections as the American people. But man, we should be speaking up. Uh, this is why my organization is shining a big spotlight on all of Biden's nominees, specifically because they are radical. This is an agenda. Uh, it's harming the American people. So Matt, we're seeing more and more uh, experts saying that uh, a recession is uh, is is possible uh, within the next year or so. Uh, what what are your thoughts? Uh, are we there yet? Could there be one? What what do you think? Everything I hear is Biden saying, "Hey, we've got to we've got to tackle the problem, deficit spending." But then he pushes him him and Congress, allies in Congress, push more spending for foreign aid abroad instead of focusing on uh, on problems here at home. Uh, absolutely. The trend right now is that we're approaching uh, 8, 9, 10% inflation rates. American people, your dollar is worth less. Every month, we continue to ignore this problem. The Biden administration is ignoring it with his people. Uh, it's clear he says what, he, what, he, what everybody wants to hear, but his actions prove exact opposite of, of reality. Uh, this is when he should be freeing up oil and gas to provide low energy, affordable costs to cool your home, uh, to drive to work, uh, for shipping food across states so that you have it in your grocery store so you're not paying five, six dollars for a gallon of milk. Uh, this is when the Biden administration can put action to their words and, and help the American people. Unfortunately, if I was a betting man, I, I would I would say we're we're in for a, a long haul of pain uh, until we have some changes in government. Matt Buckham, thank you. Thank you, Steve, for having me. Oklahoma is arguably one of the most pro-life states in the country. Governor Kevin Stitt recently signed into law one of the most comprehensive abortion bills in the U.S. We had a chance to sit down with the governor of Oklahoma to talk about this. But first, we asked him about the recent mass shooting that took place in Tulsa just a few days ago. Governor Kevin Stitt, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Governor, there's been a lot of uh, attention right now when it comes to the Second Amendment. There was a you know, high-profile, tragic mass shooting in Tulsa, which you know, we're gratefully sorry for um, the families and, and, the, and the victims there. Um, what is the temperature right now in Tulsa when it comes to the Second Amendment? Well, I, I think, you know, here's the deal. We're a state, uh, I, I was thinking about this, in 1995 when Governor Keating was in office, uh, we had pure evil. Uh, in our state when we saw when we had that Oklahoma City bombing and we lost 17 children and 168 adults. So uh, we've experienced pain before and tragedy. We just need to right now uh, mourn with those that have, that have lost. And, uh, you know, Oklahoma is still, um, you know, we we think the Constitution mean what it means, what it says. And uh, there's violence in all forms. And uh, and we, we are a strong Second Amendment state and we always will be. When you say you, as Oklahomans, you believe that the Constitution means what it says, can you elaborate on that as to why, uh, you know, we have the Second Amendment? Well, I mean, I, I think our founder, our founding fathers got it right, that there are the Bill of Rights, there are cer certain unalienable rights that uh, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and in this case, uh, the right to bear arms. And so uh, that is in our Constitution. It's a, 
uh, the Second Amendment, and uh, that's what we believe in Oklahoma. And and, uh, and and you know, as governor, that's what I believe. I mean, I'm a big big hunter and uh, a big proponent. I mean, we condemn any kind of violence. Of course, these things are super tragic. Um, but again, like I said, that comes in all. I mean, evil is evil. Let's focus on what has happened. What is the mental health crisis going on in our in our country right now? Um, and, the, and the lack of values and integrity and right from wrong and, and uh, the young people growing up right now in a godless society, uh, those are some things that we need to talk about. And you can't just always uh, react to, oh, the, you know, the weapon of choice was the problem here. Governor, I want to switch gears a little bit. You are just recently signed into law with some are saying uh, some of the most strict abortion laws uh, in the country. Some are saying that they're the most uh, uh, righteous abortion laws in the country. What was your guiding principle in doing so? You know, well, first off, uh, you know, the Supreme Court, I just think we ought to say this. If the Supreme Court does what it should and gives this back to the states, the Supreme Court's not saying that abortion should be legal or illegal. It's just saying it's, it belongs to the states or the people. And we 100% agree with that. And we recognize that some states may do things differently. Uh, but I represent all 4 million Oklahomans. And in Oklahoma, we overwhelmingly support life. And so I just signed a bill that basically bans abortion at conception. And, you know, I, I can be interviewed by a million times, a million people in different national medias. And let me be clear, we don't believe in abortion in Oklahoma. And uh, we think, you know, abortion begins at conception. But you can have that debate. Uh, France bans it at 14 weeks. Uh, Socialist Sweden bans it at 18 weeks. But I'll tell you what, we, you know, the states like Colorado that just passed abortion on demand all the way up into birth, I don't think there's anything more barbaric and more wrong uh, than that. And so, again, um, you know, I'm proud to be the most pro-life governor in the country, and, and I represent Oklahomans, and, and we don't want abortion in our state. I, I don't know how much more clear we can be with that. Uh, in our state, we think it begins at conception, and um, I'm elected by the people, and, and uh, I was proud to sign that bill. We have a very uh, fascinating midterm election cycle uh, upon us here. Based on what you're hearing from Oklahomans, what do you think are some of the top issues driving this? Well, I, I think uh, the left has kind of gone off the, the rails a little bit. I mean, I signed a bunch of common sense bills, save women in sports. Uh, basically, we're going to protect women's sports in Oklahoma. I can't believe we have to si sign a bill that says a biological male is not going to compete with girls in swimming, in track and field, and in weightlifting, and in volleyball. Uh, there's biological differences between males and females. And I've had so many young women come up and thank me for that. Uh, it's not controversial in our state. Um, you know, the, it seems like some states are listening to a very vocal minority, and they're changing what, they, what truth is. Uh, I signed a bathroom bill that basically says, we're going to make boys go to boys' bathrooms and girls go to girls' bathrooms. And, and then we're also going to have a third bathroom that if you're not comfortable with one of those two, you can go to this other one. But we're not going to let a boy go to a girl's bathroom. And this is for K through 12 in the state of Oklahoma. It's overwhelmingly supported. To us, that's just Oklahoma common sense. We're not sure why another state wouldn't, wouldn't figure that out. Uh, but I have fifth grade girls and their parents just say, listen, my daughter was nervous to go to the bathroom in one school that tried to allow boys to go to a little girl's bathroom. And so we're going to protect we're going to protect girls in our state. Governor Kevin Stitt, thank you. Thank you.
I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.